Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Boy, hotel Wi-Fi. It's going to be great. Why is that funny? Um, Because your, your, your hotel Wi-Fi is somehow always worse than what mine is for whatever reason. Well, the hotel I'm in right now does not give you the option to upgrade. There's no there's no super booster Same. Same. Wi-Fi. It's just the Wi-Fi that, that the building comes with. So I am on that, some Mario Bonvoy shit. I'm at La Meridian in, uh, in Dania Beach, uh, Florida. But just a tea, though. Here's the thing. Mar- Marriott, Bonvoy, whatever, they... Um, they fucking they own like every hotel. Marriott Bonvoy owns like. Thought you better come out publicly against the Bonvoy because you know they will ban you and you won't go anywhere, honey. They will ban you. So talk this shit about Bonvoy. They'll say Bonvoy to you, honey. So Bob and I did a pit stop and we did our reverse. Yeah, yeah, you scared to see that? You change, you change your, you change your little walk real quick. God, no, fuck Bonvoy. Anyway, and. And we did it when we recorded they it. They we coming, did it. We didn't they do they it. They're coming to get you right now. They're coming to throw you out your room. <laughs> ah! <laughs> fuck who, and nigga? Fuck when who? we recorded it, <laughs> we didn't do it to any music, but the editor, Joe uh, Gerbino, tried to fucking um, tried to underscore it with the catwalk music, and we sound crazy, Bob. We need to do well, it uh, separately. Joe is not the editor of the Pit Stop. Joe is the producer of the yes, Pit Stop. Yes, he is. And the director. Jay, Joe is the editor. Joe is the editor. Oh, he edits oh, every he, episode of the Pit Stop. Oh, he must have. They must have downgraded my, my my boy because he didn't used to. He didn't used to edit them. Yeah. Not Joe. The one man. The one man stop on the pit. The one man pit stop. 
Well, Joe likes to do because he, because you know, it's like it's like his baby. He, I mean, he, he he's just producing it and editing it. What else he doing? He ain't got nothing else to do. Sound mixing. He does the color matching, the color correcting. Um, I think he. Um, I think that the producers also of of well because he works for uh, also here's a, a a score to settle which we've addressed on um our show before but everyone knows that the pit stop is not a world of wonder production it's a Viacom they swear production. though you can't tell them it's not they swear it is yeah the pit stop is a separate production from it's it's Viacom which is obviously uh MTV VH1 Paramount it's oh, Paramount BT. actually when you go to yeah, the building it says Paramount on it now so Paramount production yeah um but yeah the pit stop did, did you enjoy being on the pit did you enjoy that I that I allowed you to be my guest on the pit stop honestly it was really I had to uh it was a very busy day for me and I had to cancel a lot of stuff to be there I think I probably lost I think between three and four million dollars just being just turning down other work just to be there that day so did I enjoy it uh it felt like nice charity bitch mm, mm. please you fucking welcome. I miss you. I haven't bitch? seen you in a very long time. Did you call me a bitch? Yeah. Like, no, no, no. I, no, I called you a fucking bitch. That's what I said. That's, that's not what you said, but my memory be clicking. I miss you very much, Bob. I miss you as well. Um, I I realized oh, the day I was, she can, I just realized, hold on. <laughs> the wear hair checks must be clearing, honey. She's wearing her Apple headphones, honey. The wear hair is clearing, honey. Wearing her, her her Apple headphones, honey. Oh, open the door for Patty. Bitch, that's that's Bonvoy coming to get that ass. That's not Patty. <laughs> yeah, Patty and I are okay. So let me let me see, let me give y'all an update. Um, so we are, which we have come from the from LA. We're in Greensboro, Spartansville. Uh, uh, um, it's Spartanburg, South, South Carolina. Carolina. Put some respect on Spartanburg. I'm a I know that's what, this was the first episode, season two of We're Here. Yes, and then so I'm first a celebrity of all, because they drop my name anywhere, honey. They know me, honey. Oh my god. Anyway, so we had to come here to Spartanburg and then because of like how stuff lined up, we had to take the red eye last night. So we got to Atlanta this morning, connecting to Atlanta. We get we run to our next stop. We realized Patty left his fanny pack on our flight from Atlanta. So I'm on the plane. So Patty leaves the plane to try to get his wallet. The plane takes off without Patty. They can't find Patty's wallet. Did did they find it? Apparently it's still on the plane. It's on a plane to Amsterdam. Patty's, Patty's wallet. Bitch, speaking of Bonvoy, say Bonvoy to that plane, bitch. Bonvoy, <laughs> that, 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 that wallet, you're done. You're done. You're never going to see that wallet again, right? So, so then I get to the hotel because the, the hotel, it was set, was like an hour away from, Clemson's an hour away from Spartanburg. So then I get to the hotel and they sold our rooms, even though we booked them for the night before so we could check in early. They sold both of our rooms and all they had was a room with two queen beds available. So Pat and I will be uh, sharing a room in Clemson tonight. So we're having a, an orgy. If anyone wants to come, you're invited. Literally. To be honest, a lot of people don't know this, but sharing a room is honestly, with, with your assistant, is as sweet as St. Lucia. <laughs> oh God, you are so. <laughs> we demand Sweet and Saint Lucia merch. We demand it right now. As Sweet as Saint Lucia, that honestly, that was that was one of the highlights of the year for me. I'm calling. I know we're in the first half of the year, but I'm going to call it. That was the highlight. 
that was the, the, the sip rev highlight of 2022. Anyways, um, this is advisory, not rivalry. Shall we get to the advice giving? Hey, Bob. Hey, Monet. My name is Justin, and I'm a cisgender gay male. A little backstory. My sister and I were supposed to go see Trigger Warning for Bob, Lord, in Chicago, but we had to cancel because my sister's girlfriend felt that it was unsafe for her to go to Chicago because of its, quote, high crime rate. It was a trip that was planned several months ago, but my sister and I compromised and decided to go see her elsewhere. Well, I've been harboring feelings of resentment towards my sister's girlfriend and can't shake them. She was being irrational, but I know that she meant well. What are your thoughts, and how do I not hold a grudge in this situation? Sincerely, in-law rivalry. She said they got too many niggas in Chicago. You're not going. Let me just say that Ella Miraja Lonnie Yellick O'Connor has been causing a scene in my life for a very long time. So next time you've got Is that Lord's name? Yes, her name is Ella Miraja Lonnie Yellick O'Connor. That is a Lord. name, honey. Miss Thing that has a full ass name. Them Kiwis always do you know, play do around. You know, do you know what Lord's? You know her original name. You know her first name was. She she changed it to, to Lord. What? Doja Cat. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, nigga. Amala Rotten Rotten. Um, okay, that is it. That is giving. It's giving. It's giving micro. It's giving macro. It's giving aggression. Yeah, that's not a micro. That is a macro aggression, bitch. That it is, is really weird for someone to be like, I don't go to Chicago because the crime is so bad. It's very much giving. I don't go to the ghetto. Oh yeah, that is what it is. And I mean, yes, you can say your sister's girlfriend had good intentions, but what is it? What, what's what's the saying? Um, the word the uh, road the, the road to hell is often. I want to actually want to hear you, what hey. your version. I want to hear what you were about to come up with. Because that was going to be great. Uh, uh, the pathway uh, to the next door has some bad stuff in it or some whatever. <laughs> no, the road to hell is often paved with good intentions. Right. So, it, it sure, there were good intentions. It was it was a very aggressive statement to make, and it, it was very rotten. And she's very close-minded, and I think that maybe this bitch does not get out. She does not uh, uh, go outside and touch grass in different places. Maybe she's only used to sticking in her bubble. And feeling safe in her zone, wherever that is, if that it's suburbia, uh, uh, wherever she, I, I, I don't know this person's life, but clearly. Meanwhile, she fully lives in Detroit. She's like, <laughs> right. I don't yeah, go to so Chicago. It, I mean, and in terms of navigating that, I mean, I think if this is your your sister's girlfriend, or wait, is this girlfriend's sister? I think his sister's sister is girlfriend. his girlfriend. I think they're from Alabama. Okay, sister girlfriend. If this is your sister's girlfriend, you will have to have interactions with this person, and I think that you can be a beacon and and try to educate this bitch and be like, listen, remember that thing you said about us not going to see to see the Lord concert, and we literally flipped our entire plans around because you felt uncomfortable about your sister going to see Lord. I was like, do you remember that thing you said? Yeah, that is a very that is a. I mean, maybe you can spell to her as as a microaggression since you're easing her into the conversation. Like, is that, that that's not that's not something you can say and offer her reasons why that it's inappropriate and how it's hurtful and it's rude. Yeah, I, you know, in my I, I've traveled around quite a few places and I lived in quite a few places that have quote unquote high crime rates. You know, I I'm from Atlanta. I lived. I lived in New York City for twelve years. I've traveled to. I live in Los Angeles. I live in Hollywood, baby. <laughs> Honey, I live in Hollywood. 
Babe, Bitch, there, was there was a fight outside my. There was a Duval. There was a crazy fight outside my building last week. I showed Patty the video. This dude came downstairs and slapped the shit out of somebody, and I, I was recording all on my phone. And then I was like, "Oh, it's done." Bitch. I, two minutes later, I hear, "Put your hands up! Put your hands up!" Two cop cars come out and they have guns pointed at these two black dudes. I was like, "I'm about to witness a shooting." It was crazy. Yeah, so so I think being someone who's lived in a lot of neighborhoods with with uh, high crime rates, um, <laughs> high crime rates. Bitch, I, I I live in Hollywood. It is a it is a wild neighborhood, and I remember I was just walking around the neighborhood one one time for the first time like two months ago, and I was like, "Ucha, ucha, the ghetto, the ghetto." <laughs> and don't let nobody from Hollywood listen. All y'all Hollywood folks, bitch, I live in Hollywood. Don't let nobody outside of Hollywood tell y'all. This shit is there's a tinsel town, but tinsel kind of dingy. Okay. Yeah, girl. Everybody know Hollywood is a little rough. Hollywood is a little rough. Um, but I also really maybe this is my size privilege. Maybe this is the fact that I'm, you know, six two, I'm perceived male, that it gives me the opportunity to be like, it's not that bad. And maybe, who knows, maybe maybe this person is differently abled and doesn't feel comfortable or safe. Maybe they're tiny. Maybe they're, or maybe it's just a, a, a fully able-bodied white lady who, who, or maybe she's, maybe she's, uh, maybe she's a six-foot-two black woman. I have no clue. We literally have no clue what 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 this um, person has going on, but we do know that obviously they don't feel comfortable in areas that are a high crime, um, which does feel uh, a little shady. Um, but I'm glad it's, it seems that you all found a workaround, and maybe you could have a conversation about why you know, why someone saying this, especially in a serious connotation, like, like this bitch wasn't joking or nothing. She was dead. She yeah. was dead ass. That is, that, that is wild. That is wild. People but I'm sure that kind of stuff. I'm like, I'm like, so you, so you think that when you get off, when you get off the plane and is there someone, when, when you get off the plane, someone is, a, a stray bullet is just going to ricochet to you wherever you got off the plane and just take you out in the head. I'm like, is that what you think is going to happen? I mean, in, in in all fairness, my mom did get hit by a stray bullet in Atlanta one time in the head. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> in all fairness, bitch, it could happen. I I have seen a loved one. Now, I didn't see my mom get hit by a stray bullet, but she did fully get hit by a stray bullet one time in the head. Like literally, it's literally everything you just said minus the plane, minus the plane part. She was in the car taking Camion somewhere, right? Or picking Camion. Yeah, she was in, my mom was in the car. Okay, I guess I'll do a quick story time. My, my mom was in the car taking my nephew. Some, they were just driving around. I think she might have been going to get food or something. And um, she just heard some arguing. Um, and then next thing you know, she hears a gunshot, a few gunshots. And then a bullet pierced the two cars in front of her and then pierced her car windshield and she said that she could like see the entire windshield like coming at her face because you know the windshields are very flexible they kind of do this um so that and it's so they don't shatter and like broken glass because it gets everywhere it's just like kind of like anyway so the bullet pierced and it hit her between literally literally between her eyes broke her glasses glasses shattered and then she had to get like emergency surgery I remember you when you when you sent me the article. That was wild. Oh yeah, TMZ did a story um, on it. Yeah. I forgot I forgot that TMZ I forgot that TMZ fully did a story on my mom getting shot in gang violence. But my mom has uh since left the Crips and she's now with the Bloods. All right, let's Jordan go the Latin Kings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Imagine an app designed to make you use it less. Seems counterproductive, right? Well, Apartments.com's instant alert feature works exactly that way. Instead of scanning rental listings a million times a day, simply set and forget your search to whatever you're looking for in the place and let Apartments.com do the rest. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tool lets you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking is listed. So now you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alert means you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time to do you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Let's listen to the next one. Hi, Boba Monet. Love you both. Um, my name is Tyler. I'm 21. He, him, I think. I don't really know. <laughs> um, from Monet's true home in the UK. I have a question about dressing to express yourself and the fear of going out in certain clothing or makeup. Um, I'm a film student and I want to pitch my final grad film about kind of the struggles young queer people have with going out wearing whatever they want to. Something that I guess is very close to my heart because in an ideal world, I would definitely dress differently if I had the confidence to and I guess it's less of a question but more just I wanted to hear you guys talk about the first time you maybe went out in drag or in a very queer look and how you overcame that fear of judgment and how I guess you know fear of getting like physically attacked for wearing a dress um and what are the things you have to remind yourself of in order to push past that barrier and how can you unlearn years of heteronormative socialization in order to do that um thank you love you <laughs> um yeah you know i think that is Wait, we gotta name them sincerely dressed oh, yeah. to impress <laughs> <laughs> 
since you I mean, dressed and pressed. I get that 100%. And, you know, I think that the older I get, I'm still learning and I'm still leaning into my, uh, my uh, gender expression with, with, with my clothing. Even as recently, when I recently went to St. Lucia, because Lucia is a Caribbean island, though it is one of the more liberal islands and, you know, you know, queerness. And you know, I, am on, I am on TV and a lot of people have seen me on Drag Race and, like, they know who I am that way. But I still, because it's like, it's so baked into who I am. Like I, you know, I, and I, I just dress very queer and very femi. And I have like, I wear like tight, like little booty shorts. And I wear like little tight, little crop tops, what I even though I shouldn't be. Um, and, it, and, you know, going back to St. Lucia, I, 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 I was, I was a little nervous to express myself that way because just how I thought people would perceive me. But I think a big part of it is just mustering the courage and knowing like, bitch, this is who I am. This is how I feel comfortable. And it is a little icky at first. You are, because you were like, oh my God, everyone's looking at me. I feel awkward. But bitch, just put those fucking booty shorts on or whatever it is you want to wear, the dress, the leggings, whatever it is. And just like, you got to find that fucking confidence inside of you to just not give a fuck what people are going to think. I have a tattoo down my back that says what others think of me is none of my business. And I still have to learn that and think about it every time that I want to express myself in a certain way because I always do feel... because of toxic toxic masculinity, sometimes I do feel a little shame and I do feel like a little weirdness, but then I put it on and I just, I I get the courage of, uh, of, of the Lord God Oprah inside of me. I just feel good. And I just allow that courage to carry me. And then after like five minutes, I'm over it. But at first, like I said, going back to St. Lucia, I felt a little strange, but I was like, fuck that bitch. If I want to wear these, these tight ass booty shorts to the, to the beach, that's what I'm going to wear. And my family, everyone didn't bat an eyelash. And, but I, in my, in my mind, before, I, before I did, it, I was like, oh my God, they're going to be like, oh God, what is he doing? But they didn't care. No one acted differently. It was all good. I, just, I think it, it, it really is doing the work on yourself to find the courage to not give a fuck what people think. Maybe you should have got a tattoo somewhere where you can see it. I realize, like, you're trying to remind yourself of the tattoo. You just, you just be like. <laughs> In the mirror, like. <laughs> yeah. I remember the first time that I wore something queer. The, my first time ever feeling really nervous about wearing something very queer. And it's so funny because it wasn't even that queer. This was, like, I was 18 years old. And I went to Spencer's and I got a rainbow belt. And. <laughs> <laughs> I was so like scared to leave. I put the belt, I was in my house. I might've put the belt on like three or four times before I actually had the courage to leave my Wait house outside. wearing this belt. And I remember putting the belt on and I was like, fuck it. I'm going to the mall. I'm, I don't give a fuck. I am going to the mall with my rainbow belt on. I want to wear my rainbow belt, which is, it was a studded rainbow belt. Like, like it's so it's so tacky. I cannot believe I even wore this one. It's so tacky. And I and I was like, I was probably like shaking and like my, I was like skinny and like uh, uh, like walking around long locks, like scared as hell. Um, but I remember feeling, but I remember feeling uh, liberated um, when I was able to actually get where I was going. You know what I mean? When I when I when I made mm. it to my destination, I remember being like. When I got home, I was like, I can't believe I did that. And then, of course, stepping out in drag, I had a very similar reaction. But nowadays, I'm so fucking queer in the way that I dress that I don't even bat an eyelash anymore. And, and sometimes I don't realize that I'm getting stares. Sometimes the people around me are like, oh, my God, everyone's looking at you. And I'm like, oh, are right. they? Oh, yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't, I had noticed because I'm so used to getting stared at now that I was like, oh, I didn't, yeah. I didn't even realize anyone was staring at me. You know, anyway, la, la, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. And also, and also, it's also like a little sign to other queer people out there. Like when I see a really faggy person dressed up in like a, a crop top booty shows, or whatever, I feel a sense of like, look at my little sister over there. Look at look look at family. It really does feel like that. You're like, I feel I, I feel more comfortable in my own skin because I can see because I because that person I can see that they are uh, a part of the fam, and I love that. I, it's like it's like a and then and then when y'all like lock eyes, you're like mm-hmm, like yeah, girl. I, I love that vibe and it's like it really is a good way to like to like signal to other queer people out there. We're like we're there, we're all in well, we're all in there together. How do we um how do we get a um so I'm looking at all the lists of famous people from St. Lucia and you, how do we get you on one of these lists? Cause I don't know. I'm not saying these people ain't famous, but I don't know these niggas. Read read the top five. Joseph Marcel is an actor. Uh, Joseph Marcel, there's a uh, Chris Bra- Chris Boucher who is a uh, Canadian basketball player. There's Darren Sammy who is a West Indian cricketer. There's Josh Solomon Davies who is an uh, an association of football player. Julian Hunt who is a Saint Lucian politician. Um, uh, Perlette uh, Luisi, oh that's an old lady name. Perlette is the governor um, general of St. Lucia. Oh, Perlette. You, now, you, you know Perlette, you know Perlette, be, be, Perlette got the old recipes, honey. Perlette make curry goat like nobody, honey. <laughs> oh, my you, God. You can't go from Perlette's you curry goat. Well, curry goat is not a popular, I mean, it's West Indian, like West Indian. If you want to say like a St. Lucian dish, you say something like um, bouillon or you say something like that. Not, not oh, curry I'm goat. Oh, you're the one who always said curry goat. You're the one sneaking curry goat. It must have been. Because my mom made it one time. It was the one time. It was the one meal oh, she I, made that time. I didn't, you didn't make that clear to me, okay? You, that was not clear to me. You, <laughs> did, you didn't say it was a special <laughs> occasion <laughs> and we don't normally have this. Mom thinks curry goat is synonymous with St. Lucia. It's <laughs> the national wild. food of St. Lucia. Everyone knows <laughs> curry goat is the national food. Literally, Google what is the national food of St. Lucia. Everyone knows it's curry goat. It'll probably be something with like breadfruit in it or something. Bouillon or breadfruit, something like that. Have, have, have you ever had breadfruit? It's saltfish. Saltfish. Uh, saltfish is, is really, that's interesting. Saltfish like, is St. Lucia's national dish oh and usually God. accompanied by an unripened banana. Plantain. Yeah. What? what I should do, what I should do, Bob, I should, for your YouTube, what we're going to do is we're going to have you taste St. Lucia candies and like three, like four, like different St. Lucia meals, like a little saltfish, a little smoked caramel, a little bouillon, a little breakfast. You, you got to invite me to St. Lucia. I was free. I was sitting at home. Were you? Yes. I was just sitting at home. Well, we like, can plan a trip to go. I'll bring you to Atlanta. Oh, I, I, I'd, so int- I'd introduce you to my whole family. Well, I've spoken to Aunt Hazel a lot on the phone. I've spoken, obviously, spoken to your mom a lot, Justin. I've never met Uncle Steve. Um, I don't know. Aunt Hazel, your mother Martha. Who's the third aunt? The one who used to have the old lady name? That's Hazel. They, they all have old lady names. Felicia. That's my Aunt Lisa. Felicia. Hazel. Deborah. Yeah, they all have old lady names. Oh, which which names? <laughs> right. What's we'll the next audio, one? Yeah. Hey, Bob and Monet. My partner of seven years and I recently moved to New York City, and we went open. We only hook up together, and I noticed that we tend to only hook up with well and down guys. This <laughs> that is what we're working with as well, and it's also what's tended to feel the best to us. I wanted to ask our resident size queen, Monet has changed, (laughs) and also, Bob, 
is it okay to be a size queen or should we broaden our horizons? Best size queenery. <laughs> um, I was like, I just real quick say I love, I don't know if it'll make the cut, but Jacob little noises. I love him so much. Jacob, Jacob's like, all right. He's like, mm-hmm. okay, here we go. <laughs> mm-hmm. And all right, stop, stop flirting with your boyfriend. This is not uh, sibling boyfriendery. This is sibling advisory. Sibling sizery, apparently. Um, oh, yeah, sibling is it okay to be a size queen? You know, I will say this. I, um, I, I, I'm not a size queen. I, I don't think I've ever been a size queen. Um, I mean, I hook up with people who don't have um, dicks at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, you can be a size queen in other ways that way, can't you? Forgive my. Well, well, you mean like 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 a like a fat pussy or like or or yeah or or like a or like a humongous clit. Um, Right. Yeah, but I'm not. Is the answer? I'm not. I'm I'm not. I'm I'm just not a size queen. And there are people who you know prefer or don't prefer you know big pussies or big clits or you know all that stuff too. And I've just never been one of those people. I've I've always um, found a lot of beauty in um, a lot of genitals. Um, call me a hoe. <laughs> call, call me a whore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that maybe if you maybe if you open your horizons, you might find that there is something. I mean, there's nothing wrong with liking big dicks. There's, there's nothing inherently wrong with that. I think maybe if you're closing yourself off and being like, I only get fucked by big dicks and nothing else then maybe you might be missing out on some experiences or some people that you might actually be really sexually compatible with. Um, but you're not allowing yourself to, to even meet them or to get in the same bed as them because of your, um, you know, sexual preferences. I mean, we can often um, disguise our, our, um, our biases and our um, uh, prejudices against different bodies as preferences um, and, but sometimes it's not a disguise. Sometimes they just happen to line up. And so it's the way we were, sometimes it's the way we're socialized. So it, it's your experiences. Uh, maybe you had an experience once with, with a, a person that had a small dick and now you don't like them anymore. You know, that's the thing. There's like a study that says that like, if you had like a, like a bad, like an, a bad breakup, then like one of those person's physical characteristics can become ugly to you. Oh like yeah. If you had a, like okay, if you had a toxic, yeah. X with big ears, and then all of a sudden you are no longer attracted to anyone with big ears. Fuck niggas with big ears. I I I I fucking Dumbo. Yeah. Fuck Dumbo. Um, and then it's also the advice if you if you had like a great interaction with someone who had a certain physical characteristic, then all of a sudden you're like, I crave this one thing. What do you think, Ma? Yeah, I think there's nothing wrong with being a size queen. If you only like big dicks, then work, like go off. But I will say, now I I I mean that people always confuse what I said on this podcast. I said that every time I've been fucked by a big dick, it feels good. Like I've never, I've never met a big, I've never been fucked by a big dick and be like, oh, I hated this. In, in my experiences, because I think guys with big dicks take more time to like they rim you more or they really like get your hole together because I know they have a lot of a big equipment and you can't just fucking shove that in someone. It's not going to work. That's in my experience. Um, but I have, I've also had good sex with guys with average to smaller penises too, and. Because if you look at the science, you do not need a big... Well, here's the thing. I'll get back to my thing really, really in a second. I was having a conversation with some friends. Have you ever heard about this second hole thing in dudes? Yeah, I've heard of it, yeah. Is that real? I am I am not an... Or is uh, it just like an urban, le- I don't know urban, urban about, legend? I don't know anything about human anatomy. Um, 
It's real. Jacob says it's real. I don't know anything about human anatomy, but I've I've heard about the, the second <laughs> hole. And when I say the second hole, I think they just mean touching the prostate. No, the prostate is not that far in. The prostate is like very surface. The prostate is like right at the base. The prostate is like two inches inside it's about of your four asshole. inches in. No, it's like four inches. I think it depends on how large, how long your taint is. I think we, I think we discussed that you have like a very long taint. <laughs> then we one time on on the podcast, you were like, you don't remember this? On one time we were talking about the space between your balls and your asshole, and you were like, it's like this much. I was like, what? How much space is between your balls and your asshole? That is like I'm, I'm, I'm going to feel right now. I'm going to see how much space is between my balls. Okay, the space between my balls and my butthole. Like, the base of your balls. Hold on. Yeah, the base of my balls. <laughs> okay, bitch, this much space, Monet. The, the, Monet, that is <laughs> what is happening. Two fingers. Are you, what? Wow, that, that is, it cannot be two fingers distance two between your, the base finger. of your balls and your yes, balls. This, Monet, I mean, it is. I have a very petite tank. I have a very petite taste. Okay, so I think so I think so I think you're the abnormal. I think I'm normal. I no, think you're abnormal. No, no I think the size of your between your balls and your and your asshole. I think you just bitch just measure it. I think this I think that the size of your ass is just making it <laughs> this is what Monet do y'all those of you who are not watching, Monet's holding up four <laughs> fingers worth of space. And Monet got big nigga hands. <laughs> Patty said, "Even pa- Patty is smaller than you, and Patty is at about three, three, three kind of four fingers." Wait, I, maybe I'm, I'm counting. Thank you, Jake. Even Jake, Bob, you bitch, you're the, <laughs> you're the alien, you're the freak. <laughs> Wait, okay, maybe, well, I feel like once I do three fingers, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like on, I'm on the balls. <laughs> That y'all are y'all not these these uh these long gooches. <laughs> um so yeah, so I mean yes, I agree. You can be a size if you want to, if you only want to have if you only want to get big dicks, but also you're like this is the material me and my partner have. So both you and your boyfriend have big ass dicks. Y'all only fuck people with big dicks. I mean, it sounds like a party that I want to be invited to. Cause you're a size queen. I'm not a size queen. Uh, The evidence is damning. The evidence is damning, honey. I think there's nothing wrong with being a size queen if you only like big dicks. That's like your. That's what you want to do. But again, I I, I do agree with Bob. If you open yourself up, you may find guys with not huge dicks to average dicks that it will feel just as good. But you're but you're shunning them because because as soon as you as soon as you see the dick pic, as soon as you the dick pic, you block them. So you never even get the chance to experience them. So I think you should. Yeah, I mean, uh, a a prostate is. As two inches inside of your rectum. So um, once you're really getting much further than that, you're, what you're hitting is not prostate. That is, I mean, I do. There's clearly something where if your um, dick is longer, you have more stuff rubbing across the prostate. Is what is probably what it is. So if this is the mm-hmm. prostate, if this is again, this is for the visual people. If you're not watching, I don't know. Get on the Patreon or some shit. If this is the asshole and this is the prostate, so this all of that is touching it versus this kind of like jabbing it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But again, I'm not a fucking doctor. I don't, I don't, I don't, I, don't, I mean, I, I've had a lot of. Oh, you're not anal a fucking sex, doctor. I, Are you a regular doctor? 
I'm, 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 I'm not a fucking doctor. I'm not an eye doctor. And I'm not a fucking, you know. <laughs> Do you know the different names of doctors? Yeah, a pediatrician, an optometrist, well, well, an oncologist. Well, I'll, well, I'll, I'll, name the, I'll name the field. I, by the way, I don't. So I'll name the field and you'll name the doctor. All right, you do feet. Okay. No Googling, bitch. Hands uh, podiatrist. up. I'm not. I'm Hands not. Up, I just bitch. said podiatrist. <laughs> podiatrist. I'm, I'm one of the cops downstairs. Stop slapping <laughs> niggas. <laughs> Stop slapping <laughs> niggas, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> okay. okay what ahead. about what about a uh, doctor who does um, braces? Um, orthodontist. How about an um, who works uh, with uh, eyes? Optometrist. Skin. Dermatologist. Ooh. How about a um a babies, like little kids? Pediatrician. How about I can't I can't think of any other fields. Oh, I know a lot, uh, of, I know a lot can, of cancer. Oncologist. Hmm. Ooh. Something uh a urologist? It's not just dicks, but a urologist. And, uh, uh, a urologist, people... right, right, right. How about um, um, the anus? Ooh. I know Blood this. doctors. I think I that's a proctologist. This. Yeah, pro- yeah I, think, I think you're right. Yeah. And how about um, uh, pussies? Um, OBGYN. Or gynecologist. Gynecologist. I would say to any gynecologist out there who specialize in trans men, I'm just going to throw this out there. You can you can like uh, promote yourself as a B O Y O B G Y N. B O Y was V. Bring your own boy. B O Y O B G Y N. Oh, I was like, I was like, bring your own what? This sounds problematic. Wherever <laughs> no, so, <laughs> that's where we're going. To. So if you wanna, it, I'm not, I'm not a, um, again, I'm not a OGBYN. So if you want to tr- use that B O Y O B G Y N, feel free. You know, you're welcome. Just send me a hundred bucks. So. partner has truly made a positive impact on the most important person in my life. And no, I'm not talking about Jacob. I'm talking about my cat. My cat's old food used to stink, stank, stunk, y'all, okay? And I used to dread every time I had to feed Miss Colleen. That old cat food was warming. It was gray. It was looking crazy. And I could see Colleen literally vomiting telepathically at the thought of having to eat it. And cat food has been the same forever, so it's time cat food took the move to the 21st century, and that's why I've been trying Smalls. Are you feeding your cat kibble? Now is the time to update your cat food with Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge, and it's delivered right to your door. Smalls was started back- I was watching my poor niece eat literal hard uh, kernels of dry cereal while Monet and Andy were were eating gourmet food. And that's actually when I stepped in and I said, we need to make sure that she's eating as well as you two are, okay? Smalls was started back in 2017 by a couple of guys home cooking cat food in small batches for their friends. And a few short years later, they served millions of meals to cats around the world, honey. And I feel better knowing that Colleen is eating well. And um, that she has an aunt like me who looks out for her to make sure she's not eating that old burnt up kibble. You can finally open up a packet of cat food and not get nauseated. You actually recognize the ingredients in the packet of Small's Food. 
Now give your cat the gift of great cat food this holiday season. Head to smalls.com slash rivalry and use code rivalry to check out for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use the code rivalry for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code rivalry for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Uh, let's do the next question, Roberta. Howdy, y'all. My name is Abe. I'm a new sibling on your Patreon. I've been listening to y'all for years. Love everything y'all do. I had a quick question about friendship. Have y'all ever had a falling out with like a really close friend of y'all's or someone that you would consider family? Um, and is there ever such thing as closure in those situations, you know? Um, I'm not someone who holds a grudge or is spiteful of anyone, you know. I've had a couple falling outs with like a couple friends actually uh, this past couple years. And I love them with my whole heart, but I just know like at this moment in time, like I just can't be there. Like I just, I can't be their friend right now, you know, for whatever reason. Have you all ever had to deal with that? You have any advice? And just moving forward, you know, I love them, but at the same time, they're just not good for me, you know. It's just a toxic um, situation all around. Uh, let me know what y'all think. Love y'all. Bye. Oh my God, he sounds so troubled. Yeah, they're going through it, Mary. Poor baby. You're up, Mom. Um, uh, yeah, I've never. I I don't have falling out with friends. Um, like of, of course I have disagreements with friends. I mean, I, we may like not talk for a day or two or a week, whatever. But I'm, I, I'm not someone who falls out with my friends and like I'm like we're like cussing each other out, and I, that's just not my experience. With any of my friends. Um, Bob and I have never really had anything like that. Again, we've had arguments. We won't talk for a few days or a week, and then Bob will uh, a week, and then Bob will. T- that has never happened. a week. I don't. <laughs> we gotta have. Not. It's got to come up right now. Say that again. Not with Dewan, not with Kamika, not with Arcia. You and Kamika were having out one time. time. When, there was one time you and Kamika were having it out. That was like a week. You and Kamika. I don't know. I don't know if you remember this, but you, you and Kamika were like arguing about something. You were like, "I'm mad at Kamika right now." And I was like, what? I don't remember this. I I can't remember what it was. Obviously, I'm not, even if I did, I wouldn't air it out. But you were like, this has been mad. years ago. Back when no, we were in New York. Was, it was it was during the pan, the Ponder replay, or maybe yeah. maybe right before there was something. There was something. There was a thing where, you, and I was like, me, I was like mediating. I was literally mediating between you and Kamika. Like it was like something y'all were <laughs> mad at each other about. And I remember being like, Kamika, what's going on with you and Monet right now? <laughs> I don't remember this. Um, the only other person, maybe, is like just Jay, Jay and I. Well, only one time Jay and I had a thing, and it was when it was when um, is when I is when I was leaving pieces on Monday. Oh to go yeah, I forgot about Monday. Yeah, Jay was not because Jay it was part uh, owners of the bar that I was leaving to go to uh, the other bar, and Jay was like beside us that I was leaving, and we kind of had a little thing, but we 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 squashed and we fixed that. So, but that's probably the last time, and that was like maybe. Uh, over eight years ago. This is a long time ago. So wait, so sorry. Now I, I can't remember what his he wants advice on how to fix it. Like, is is there reconciliation? Have you ha- have you been in a situation like this? 
Oh, yeah. I hear, that, that, that's what I'm saying. I was like, you know what? Sometimes friendships run their course. There are people that I was friends with a couple of years ago that I'm not friends with anymore. Like, not like I terminated a friendship, but we're just not as close as we used to. I do think that not not all friendships last a lifetime. Some friendships are just for a season, for a moment. And I think I, I truly believe that. And um, so I think you need to analyze this, this relationship. Like, is this a friendship that you want to keep on with this person? Is this, is this, is this a friendship that is benefiting me or is it only causing me anguish, pain, annoying, annoyance? Like, if, the, if that's the case, then you, why do you need that energy in your life? And that person, maybe they would, they, you, you just, you just, in, in your mind, in your space, you demote them. So they, maybe they're not your best friend anymore. They're just a friend. Everybody's just a friend. Not, they're not one of my friends. They're just an associate. And you just, and you navigate that for your, for yourself because, bitch, your own, mental health and your own well-being, you, that's what you need to prioritize. I think people, and I'm guilty of this too, I tend to take other people's feelings into consideration too much and not think about myself. So I think that you need to really analyze and assess what that relationship is and if you still need to have it in your life. When 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 do you, when do, when does that kick in? When do you start taking people's feelings into consideration? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Bitch, when does that start? <laughs> Whatever. Um, you know, I have had falling outs with friends. I am I am comfortable uh, cutting people out of my life. I am very comfortable doing it. And, you know, when I was in, I, oh my God, I feel like I have so many to choose from. You know, when, when I was in, when I was in college, my, my, my long-term friend um, who I was like my high, she was like my high school best friend. Her and I had a falling out. Like I remember going away to do this gig and I came, when I came back from the gig, it was like a year we had just changed so much. Our personalities had just shifted mm-hmm. so much that I was like, we I, we had to literally have a discussion. We were like, okay, we're literally just roommates now. That is all we are. Like, do not come to my room. Do not invite me to hang out with you. Do, if you have any bills, put them in the little box. We'll pay the bills. We'll put our money in together. You'll do this one. You'll give me money for rent. And that's and it's a wrap, Mary. We're, you're done. Damn. You're done. You're done. Um, and one of my close, close drag sisters and I, I had a falling out, um, years ago and it because of me, it, not, 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 not fully, but I was a little piece of it. And I was like, I will beat that bitch. Up. I don't care. Well, well, I just wanted to say that her and I, we're, we're cool again. So I'm not trying to well, start back, well, back then. Not now. Back then I would have beat her up. But yeah, she she was kind of annoyed that me and Monet were hanging out so much, and then she said that she was having a little bit of jealousy, and then um, and then she just admitted to me down the line after we had like fallen out. She was like, "I was a little bit jealous," and then and then we our friendship never quite recovered the way that it was before. Um, but we're, we're we're like cool. So most of the people that I've had, I've had like three falling outs since. I mean, this is also since I was like eighteen years old to now thirty five. And me, me and all those people are like cool, but we 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 are not how we used to be because all those people, all those people were like people that I was like inseparable from. Like it was one of those things where like if you see one, you always see the other. And I think the reason why me and Monet, I, I, I've matured a lot before me and Monet became really close friends. And Monet and I are our best friends, but we're not inseparable. It's not like every yeah. time you see one of us, like me and these three friends specifically, it was like you literally if we didn't live together. You would just wake up and go straight to their house. Like literally wake up, the first thing you do, sip some coffee, and then go to the other person's house and spend every hour of your day together. Um and I I just used to be one of the one of those people that that had those relationships, but as I got older, I don't I don't do that anymore. It is 
It is not. I need a little time to myself. Tell me about these very expensive headphones. What about them? They're headphones. I, I purchased them at the airport. They're actually cheaper at the airport at LAX than they are at Target, like 20 bucks cheaper. So I was like, not these really? air these expensive as airport uh headphones, and I Googled it and they were che- they were cheaper there than at the Apple store and at Target. And I was like, okay, I'll buy these. And how's the sound? Um, okay, full disclosure, they're a, they're a, they're a little hard to pair to things sometimes. Like the first yeah, time been, Okay, this is your struggle. This is your gripe about every Bluetooth headphones. The beats you, they would to you they would never pair to anything, but I never well, experienced Do you that. remember the beats? Like one would pair and the other one wouldn't. I'm walking around <laughs> lopsided and shit because what what you never had that problem before? Like, okay, like I, one like like a couple of times, but you was like every time you use them, you were like, God damn it. It was wild. And it was no matter what device I used them with, whether it was my with my iPad, my Samsung, my laptop computer, it was always one would pair, the other one wouldn't. But I will say the beats, the grip on the beats were just supreme. It was the kind that curved around the ear. Bitch, I could be in a tornado and all my clothes would fly off. But bitch, I would still be listening to Doja Cat. Okay? <laughs> um, and then I, I do the, the Samsung, um, the small Samsung wearables, which are really great. The, 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 they're phenomenal headphones. Um, I love those a lot. Um, I had a pair of AirPods that I do not like. I hate AirPods. When I say they will, when I say they, when I say if you sneeze, if you sneeze, they will fall out your ear. Fall out your ear. If if I if I just think about do the podcast, it's a bloop, right? And um, these are these are, but these are pretty good. But once once I figured out how to pair them, it was pretty great. So now I can pair them with each of my devices um, pretty easily. So is that the thing? Is that annoying thing though when you have Bluetooth headphones and you open them? And they they sync they connect to everything but the thing you want to connect it to. Oh yeah, all your fucking Bluetooth is on. Yeah, that is that. yeah. Not, not our first world problems. All right, Jacob, what's our what's our next move? <laughs> I'll shut the fuck up about my pain. Effie, we all got pain. I think I ate a real quick. I think I ate a rough chip. I think I jammed a Dorito in there. Ooh, honestly, can I tell you one of the most relatable things you've ever done? And I stand is the most relatable thing you've ever posted ever said. What? What did I say? A fully seasoned Dorito Cool Ranch chip oh. is like striking gold. That shit is wild. Mm, the tanginess, the, 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 it, the salt, the tangy, the, the, that shit be mm, The flavors, they're melting on my tongue. Uh, it's so good. Anyway, all right, let's go. All right, sorry, sorry Jacob. Play, play a little clip. Hey, guys. So, I was seeing this guy. Um, and we went on a couple of dates. It was nice. We never really got into a former relationship, but he was really nice, everything. And then slowly, slowly, it started to unfold that he had a lot of internalized homophobia. And I relate to that in a sense, because I also come from quite like a homophobic background. So I also had that at one point, but I am no longer there. I am not at that stage in my life anymore. Um, so I felt like I needed to end the relationship because he was making comments that made me kind of uncomfortable. And I understand, but I don't want to be the person to walk somewhere else through that just because I've only recently come out the other end of internalized homophobia. Am I an evil person for doing that? I felt like I was completely um, justified in my decision to end it, especially because we weren't in a relationship. We were just like dating, you know? 
Um, I just didn't feel like I wanted to take on that burden. So let me know what you guys think. You're up, Roberta. Okay, my toxic trait is thinking that you you don't need... If you don't want to date someone, you don't have to give them a reason. It's nice to. You don't need to write a dissertation and have it be your your thesis and and have a PowerPoint presentation. You can stop dating someone. Like a couple. I disagree. You can just if if you're not happy with someone, you can leave. And if you're not able to articulate, and if you're not able or Ezra. If me, if if for some reason Jacob's not happy and he can't articulate why, if he just says I'm just not happy, I'll be really heartbroken. I'll be distraught. I'll be. I'll probably ask why, but it's I'm not. I'm not owed that answer. Sometimes people just. Sometimes people can't articulate themselves. They just. They they can't explain why they feel how they feel. They just know they feel the way they do. Okay, that that I thought you meant just like I'm done relationship. I'm out. But like saying like I'm just not happy to me that's an explanation that's fair I'm not happy anymore I, I thought you just like I don't want to be here anymore this is nice I'm out I'm like what I, mean, no. I, think, I think I think people are also allowed to do that too I mean I think it's, it's probably a little bit shady um, and it, it might leave someone with a lot of questions um, but if it's for your own mental health if what makes you if what will be better for your mental health is just leaving the situation mm-hmm. then just leave the situation if that's what if that's what's going to help you get through your day you know if that's how you protect yourself and protect your peace you know what i mean yeah um, um but, no, I, but that being oh, sorry, said i don't i don't think that you're that you're shady for you know you 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 also are not obligated to walk any to teach anyone or to to, to walk anyone through anything that feels traumatic or re-traumatizing to you you don't have to walk this person through what it means to to love yourself as a queer person when you're figuring it out yourself at the same time, you know, that is a, that is a, that is a, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? A privilege, not a requirement, in my opinion, in a relationship. You do not have to walk people through their trauma. If it's, if it's, especially if it's triggering to you and you don't want to go through that again. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think you're an evil person for not wanting to have to relive that and, and not wanting to have to, to teach this person about their internalized homophobia. That is not your business. You're not his teacher. You're not his his parent. You're not his, and you don't you don't owe this 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 to this guy. Um, That's what I And uh, yeah, I think that I think that bitch walk away. And I mean, how, how long were y'all together? I guess it doesn't matter because you whatever it was it was short. It wasn't like y'all were like partners for like years. This was a, this was a short lived experience. I was like, so you had that thing with him. And yeah, fuck that bitch. You don't you don't owe that to him. He he's a process his own stuff, and you know, however that may be. And um, there's something you said that I was like, oh my god, I hate when people do that. I forgot what, what it something was. I said. But no, not you, the person. But but what, it wasn't it wasn't that big of a deal. But yeah, I don't think you owe it to him. I think that you did your part. You tried to do this relationship, and you saw the things about it that you did not like, and that would make you unhappy, and you dipped. So I think you're all good, boo. When you're in hotels, if you eat something unhealthy, do you put it outside your door or do you put it in front of someone else's door? Well, I have had times I've gone to hotels and I went wild. Like, I would order from, like, three restaurants and then I'll just spread it around. I put, like, one in front of 202, one in front of 205, and one in front of my door. (laughs) I mean, what room's Shangela? I'm putting all this shit in front of Shangela's door. (laughs) Damn, Shangela, damn. 
<laughs> Three pizzas? Because uh, <laughs> I, 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 I was here in the hotel, and then I ordered um, some Taco Bell, but I didn't want Kennedy coming by and see it on my Taco Bell. <laughs> so I just took, I just took it and put it in front of somebody else's door. I was like, "Oh my god, not the Taco <laughs> oh Bell. God. This is." That person is wild. Also, I, I ordered uh, Taco Bell and the lady, uh, I don't actually know, I don't know who delivered the food. Actually, I, it was some guy delivered the food. And um, and I'm in Florida. Mind you, I am in Dania Beach, which is near, which is a Florida. suburb of Fort, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Okay. So uh-huh. ring, ring, ring. Hi, your food's at the front desk. I am in, I'm in face. With no lashes. Uh-huh. I'm also, I was having a very irritable day yesterday. I was like, I was annoyed and irritated off the bat. I was sitting here in face and she's like, yeah, I said, can you send them up? I know I can't send them up because of, because of COVID protocols. I can't send they them up. They want to blame everything on COVID. Shut the fuck up. Yes, you can. Go ahead. I said, well, can, can someone from the staff bring it up? I can't have them bring it up either because of COVID. And I was like, so no, no one's even allowed on the floor. And I was like, and I said, I said, COVID pro, I said, no one is even wearing them. None of your employees wear masks. What do you mean COVID protocols? What, what COVID protocols could you possibly be talking about? What my, what my frozen? Who's frozen? Go, 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 go back to no one even. That's what you cut off. Oh, I was like, I was like, no one, none of your employees even wear masks. So what do you, what pro, what COVID protocols, Mary? What do you mean, COVID protocols? Right. Bitch, and I went downstairs to pick up my, my fucking food, and I'm literally not kidding. Five employees were huddled around one computer, breathing <laughs> over my fucking Doritos, <laughs> Locos, Tacos. I said, nigga, give yeah, me my droplets. Yeah, that insane. I'm in full, and then that I got downstairs, and there was, just, there was just like, there was like some production or camera crew or like football team or something, all loading into the elevator. So then I had to get in line behind, and they had these like carts. I mean, I mean, carts piled stuff higher than their heads. You know, you can't even get the cart. They're wiggling that shit to get in. I was like, I'm so uh, annoyed right now. Anyway, yeah, I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. It's so annoying. And they'll just blame it on COVID. No, bitch, you just don't want to do that. All right, let's do one more. Let's do it. Hi, Bob and Monet. Uh, I'm Anthony from Patreon. So I've been on the dating scene in my city for about five years now. And I feel like I've saturated all the guys in my city in like a 50 kilometer radius. Um, so on all the dating apps like Jack Grinder and even Tinder, I feel like I'm seeing the same faces. Um, I'm, I've met guys in person too. Like I've dated my dance instructor. I've dated a barista at a local Starbucks, for example. Um, but at this point, I feel like there's just, I, I can't find anyone else in my city. <laughs> so do you have any recommendations as to how I can meet new guys? Um, or do you just think I need to move to a new city? <laughs> um, thank you, and I love you both. Bye, bitch. You have fucked everybody. T- <laughs> your clit has left your body. To quote, uh, um, um, what's her name? That girl on Housewives of Atlanta, Tanini. Honestly, I I stand. Whoever Anthony must be the Anthony is clearly the hottest person in whatever town they live in. Um, Anthony, Anthony, honestly, you're a hero. Not, not, not all heroes wear capes. Some of them, some of them take prep. <laughs> and some of them use Tinder. I, I think, yeah, I think, listen, I think that, you know, if you're in a small city, I, 
back in New York, I felt like I had exhausted my grinder grid, but it's also because I was in, in my area. I, Damn. <laughs> well, in in my area, I, when I was living in Harlem, I was like, I was seeing not the same profile. Not in over. a city with nine million people. Monet, like, I fucked but every. When you, but <laughs> no, but in the grid, anyone that I was interested in, anyway, like I was like I was seeing the same ones over and over again, and like the same people hit you up. So I understand that that's New York City. Maybe maybe try like looking in like another part of your city and um to find dick over there. Or are you? But you also said using Tinder. But although people use Tinder to fuck nowadays too, Tinder's not even just for dating. Tinder is like for hooking up, just like as much as Grinder is nowadays. Um, so if you're looking to date. I would say just try go try when you go downtown to like the thing, or if it's a really small town, I don't know. Like, are you talking about like Salt Lake City? That's relatively small compared to like New York City or LA. But um, yeah, if it's a small city, I don't know, girl. I don't know what the solution is besides moving. If you're in a city, in my experience, if you're in New York City and you don't like your grid, literally, literally shift five blocks, refresh. And you will have a completely new grid. I mean, you won't see a single person from the old grid. That's how gay New York City is. You know, I I want to throw out a notion. I don't know if you're talking about fucking or if you're talking about dating. If you're talking about dating, is there an is there a possibility that um, you're looking for something that can't be found? I'm just throwing this out there. If you're like, if you have fucked, if not fucked or hooked up with or been on dates where they've gone to coffee with every, yeah, I mean, the, the dance instructor, the barista, you said, bitch, the, the school teacher, the butcher, the baker, and the, the candlestick maker. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that uh, there's a small chance that uh, you might be looking for something that can't be found. Maybe, maybe it's time to shift your perspective on what you're looking for. Um, maybe that's a possibility. You may have already found a person that you're compatible with, but for some reason you couldn't see it in the moment. It, and also, there's a there's a thing where sometimes you go back with someone you weren't compatible with, and then you look back, and then damn, y'all compatible now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think I, I, that I, I, is. I could also no. recommend taking a break too. Taking a break, take like a week, take like take a, take a month off of the apps. Because then, because people, they cycle through those things. So people take time off and they come back. I would say, t- just take a month off and be like, I'm not going to do this. And let yourself like re, 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 uh, reset. Yeah, I agree. And, um, and maybe if, if you are looking to date, then maybe shift your, your mindset to that. You know, I think it, it really depends on what you are, what your expectations are from this, uh, yeah. from this person. Monet, you know, um, on our very next advisory, we have um, Chelsea Handler. Chelsea Handler is going to be on sibling advisory. Should we tell? I guess we'll we'll, t- we'll tell her the story about how it. All, we'll, we'll talk to her on the story about how it all came to be. How you chasing her around the around the globe? You're the globe trotter. And then where in the world is fucking Chelsea Handler? Is that Carmen San Diego theme song? Yeah. Do you know that song at all? It's it's not. It's actually not Carmen San. It's it's where in the world is Carmen San Diego theme song? There's two different shows. Carmen San Diego was one show, and then where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Was a game show based on Carmen San Diego. I I never watched it as a kid. I I know it because it's like a it's a you know it's a pop culture thing, Carmen San Diego. But I never watched the show. I didn't. It was my thing. But she also, goes from Nashville fact, to Norway, Bon Air to Zimbabwe, Chicago to Czechoslovakia and back, and then she'll ransack Pakistan and run a scam in Scandinavia. Then she'll stick them up down under, and then she'll go pickpocket Perth. Then ever Arkansas is still the Mekong from the jungle. Tell me where in the world is Carmen San Diego. 
Um, Patty and I have a Bojangles outside a hotel. It's, it's taking me everything within my spirit to not go to fucking Bojangles and go ham. Bojangles is great. The 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 cheddar bow, bitch. Trust mm. me, don't I know it? That fucking that fucking blueberry ice blueberry. Uh, little biscuit thing, girl. I am, but I'm not doing it. I'm not doing. It. I'm doing well. Do I have to go to a wedding at the end of this month. No, I have a wedding at the end of this month. No. This is what you were saying no. to me. This is what you said to me. Maybe you were sabotaging me. Maybe that's what was going on. No, but I know me. I don't have self control. What I've learned is I've. This is not pay promotion. I'm not going to name the app, but there's an app I use to count calories. And instead of um like restricting all the things that I just eat things I like, but I just eat them in moderation. I just I eat un the amount of calories a day. When I started counting my calories, I realized when I realized I was, there were days where your girl was eating a solid 3,500 calories. I was like, damn, you know? <laughs> um, but then it was, but it's so easy when you, when you get a, I would go to the store and just get like, I would be like, Oh, I really want these uh, jalapeno cheddar Cheetos, but I also want these core ranch Doritos. But I also want these ranch ruffle like you know, I'll just get all three. And then you just eat all three. And then before you realize it, you have fully eaten a thousand calories. Like two thousand calories yeah. in twenty minutes. And then you're like, I'm I'll yeah. get a soda, and then I would I'll order Taco Bell, and then I'll get the Doritos Locos, but I'll also get a crunch wrap, uh, like a, a, a crunch or a cheesy gordita crunch, and I'll get some of those cinnamon those little cinnamon but Then I've had another twenty five hundred calories. And then I'm like, uh, yeah. I'm going to stop by and get a slice of pizza. And next time I look, I'm like, bitch, I have eaten almost 5,000 calories today. This is wild. But I'm not, I'm not bodybuilding. I'm not a bodybuilder. I don't need 5,000 calories. I went to St. Lucia and I gained seven pounds. Isn't that wild? I mean, you're, you're with your family. In six days. Bitch, my family forces Jacob to stop being a vegetarian. <laughs> I'd be like, damn. <laughs> That's my family, too. My family would be they like, would, they would shove Jacob, you vegetarians, so you, you vegetarians, you can have like, you can have fish, right? <laughs> <laughs> Jacob ate chitlins when he was when he was with my family, and he loves them. I just want to clear my family's name. We do not fry our chitlins. I just want to be clear that the, the chitlins were not fried. I don't want y'all thinking we are uh, bad southerners. Well, how how are they? How do you do them? You boil chitlins. Got it. You ever had chitlins? Um, I have not. We don't. We don't. That's not something we have. But we do have. We do in bouillon. You put like pigtails and you put um pig snout. I love pig snout. And I love pigtails. My mom used to eat pickled pig feet, and it's exactly what Ooh, you think it is. That's a, a pig's foot in a pot, in a jar of vinegar. Pickled. That's in sauce. We, we 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 use pig feet in sauce. Wait, how do you spell bouillon? I want to see what it is real quick. B o u l l o n. Oh, like oh, like like oh, like 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 a bouillon cube. Yeah, but that's not what it is. It's like a yeah, but that's not what it is. Do you know what a bouillon cube is? Do you know what a bouillon cube is? Did you did you type in Saint Lucia bouillon? No, I just typed in bouillon Saint Lu Saint Lucia. There it is. Before we go, I just want to we have to get Monet on the famous Saint Lucian's list. I'm not saying that other people are not famous, but I'm just saying, do they have over a million followers on the gram? They probably don't, but here we are. Yes, yeah, Saint Lucian, bitch. Before we go, tell us who the most famous Saint Lucian you know. The most famous Saint Lucian I know. 
Um, I don't know. To be honest, not one trying to say herself. Not one uh, subtly saying herself. Wow. It do take nerve. It do take nerve. I don't know who the person is most famous. You go on there. Who's the most famous Saint Lucian? I don't know. Literally, this whole. Mm. No, that's your that's your cringy little TikTok old man. This is not TikTok. This is actually Kate McKinnon on SNL being Justin Bieber. Yeah, but this is a very this is this 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 is what like the, all the young kids do. This 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 is their thing. They do that. They, that's yeah, I know. Very this, this is this is specifically Kate McKinnon doing Justin Bieber on SNL because he was but doing God, this that in, is in what his guys do. I know. I get that, but I'm I'm telling you what I'm referencing. He did it on oh, the Calvin Klein shirt. So you think? So you think that Kate? You, you think that uh, Justin Bieber invented that? So you think you think Justin Bieber invented that? That's not what I said. I also I, I don't I don't think we'd ever be able to pinpoint who invented rubbing your hands together in, in an attempt. Oh to be yes, sexy. it was a it was a basketball player. I don't know his name, but anytime he would do a shot, it was it was it was it was it was on the same team as the guy who used to do ice in my veins. You are making this up. He, this guy, he would get a shot in, and he'd be like, "Yay!" Or, or maybe it's football. It, it is a sports thing, though. It's, this this comes from a sports thing. It's football. He would he would dunk the football and then go. <laughs> <laughs> he would get a shot and go. Whatever. Mm. I don't even know how uh-huh. to Google that. Uh, rubbing hands together, sexy, suave, something. Does rubbing your hands together similar? Rubbing your hands together. Honestly, I literally cannot even. I wouldn't even know how to. Convenient, conveniently. No, I I, I have no way to find this, to Google this. I, I'll just take your word for it. Sure, it, it was the same on the same team as, as as Ice in the Veins. Not the same team, but it was I, it was a sports thing. It comes from a sports thing, and you guys can let me know in the comments that I'm correct. Thank you. All right, bye, everybody. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.